0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to Overtime. This is Dribble's Audio Companion in Episode 7 with Gleb Kuznetsov from Fantasy. Uh, Gleb uh, is currently in Switzerland, Zurich. He's a design director at Fantasy, uh, an agency, a big agency, has uh, offices in San Francisco and New York City. And uh, Gleb is uh, a very popular Dribble member in... Shares a lot of the work on the fantasy team account, and we thought it'd be great to talk to him about you know what he's doing, and um, it was it was pretty uh, pretty enlightening and fun to, to hear about sort of his upbringing in Moscow, and then joining the fantasy team, and and sort of how they're using they're creating their own case studies uh, for products and projects that they want to do in order to attract clients. That are in those fields, and I think it's kind of a brilliant, uh, brilliant approach, and that goes along with what they've been sharing on Dribble too, uh, sharing experiments of how, uh, you know, their take on a, on a specific um, idea or product, and um, it was really fun to talk to Globe about that stuff. So I hope you guys enjoy this episode, and um, be sure to rate and or review us on iTunes, and um, enjoy this uh, episode with the Welcome to overtime, Gleb Kuznetsov. Thanks for uh, thanks for being here with us.
1: Thank you very much uh, for uh, such a great opportunity and the invitation. It's a big pleasure to speak with you, Dan, and uh, I'm really happy to share my uh, experience uh, with the dribble community.
0: Yeah, uh, we're excited, very excited to have you on because, um, you know, fantasy. Well, I, I think. I know your work from fantasy mostly and and the stuff that you've been um sharing with us with the world there uh has been incredible. Some really, really great stuff. So I'm 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 happy to talk to you about, you know, just sort of how you got there, how how your process is and, and um get a little bit of story behind some of the shots that you've been sharing because clearly a lot of thought and talent has gone into those and I think it would be cool for the listeners to hear, you know how how uh, what makes Gleb tick. <laughs> uh.
1: yeah. yeah, thank you.
0: So you're you're currently um, design director at Fantasy.
1: Yeah, I'm working Fantasy as design director, but uh, actually I'm a freelance design director currently. So I'm still uh, living in my country, not in US. Uh, I'm still in Switzerland. And I often travel into the fantasy office uh to meet clients and stuff like that, but I not yet uh inside the San Francisco office. So uh, it's in the process.
0: Gotcha. So um there's they have two two offices, right? San Francisco and New York City. Is that Yeah. Right? Yep. Yeah. And you're in Switzerland. Is that where you uh grew up or
1: uh, no actually, I just here a couple of years, so I grew up in Moscow and i have my all my life I work uh, in uh, uh Russia and uh like last seven years I start traveling a lot around the world and I start work with uh uh, uh different european companies uh, and london companies and uh actually I start working in one big company in Moscow, and then uh we opened the new offices around the world, europe and I actually uh lived in Moscow like five years ago with that company and uh after living a couple of years in uh, Riga, Latvia, and uh, then I moved to Germany. I uh, actually moved to Switzerland, where I live uh, last couple of years.
0: Wow! So you've been all over the place there. Yeah, that's super cool. So, uh, what's it like being a, a a young designer in in Moscow? Like we, like I, I can, I can sort of picture it from an outsider's perspective because we have a lot a lot of russian designers on dribble for instance and um especially in the early days actually and there was a ton of super high talent super talented like very detailed pixel work was coming out of russia specifically and i was just wondering if that was a a dribble only thing or is that you know i wonder if you could tell us about the design scene in moscow actually before we even get into the other stuff
1: Design community in Russia is actually pretty small. So I think it's contained about like 500 people, maybe up to 1000 people, but not, not much more. And, uh, it's pretty teeny actually community. I mean, everybody knows each other and, uh, I can tell it's quite hard to grow up in that kind of community in, Russia, because uh, the level of design in tech industry is not so high, uh, like in uh, uh, Silicon Valley, or I don't know, in any European country, because in Russia, education mm-hmm. and uh, the project itself is not uh, so well executed, uh, executed and uh, is uh, still on the like start level. To be honest, uh, actually, the most greatest Russian designers they all work in US or in the Europe or in the UK. Mm. So they actually polish their skills uh, outside the Russia. I think the most of them, and uh, yeah, it is how it is. <laughs>
0: Why do you think that is in terms of getting out of Russia to to, to polish their skills, as you said?
1: Well, I think it's uh, it's kind of. Uh, Good thing because uh, in Russia, uh, we, first of all, the Russia is a, a bit other world, and we have Cyrillic uh, letters. Uh, we have other typographic uh, style. We have other mm. other mentality of people who uh, use the product itself. So right. we think about the project uh, a bit different way, rather than. Uh, in uh, Europe or US, uh, for example, and also I think uh, the amount of investment uh, which goes into the tech industry, into the design industry, is uh, not so huge as uh, in US or Europe. Right. And so, and uh, because of this, uh, this is industry is not so growing up fast uh, as in the world.
0: I see. So uh, that's really interesting. So you know, the fact that. Maybe as a designer, you want to you, you don't just want to design for a Russian audience right to yeah. sort of branch out to to more of the western
1: yeah the western for world. sure for, yeah. for sure uh, I mean in any uh, country which is not you know like a uh, first country in that industry uh, we're trying to uh, look into the best world products which is was not done in Russia, which is of course done in u s in uh, European country, for example, and be inspired by them. And, of course, everybody is dreaming to work in a, a company where you can much more faster grow up with uh, your skills.
0: I see. Yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, now, do they teach advanced photoshop to every russian child because it seems like (laughs) it seems like anything that i'm just i'm just you know i'm thinking of of dribble itself and 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 the russian contingent that we have there and and the again like the detail of pixel perfectness is um is incredible and it seems consistent with with that region for some reason maybe i'm reading too much into this but like (laughs) again like so for take take you for example like how did you get into design and 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 creating yeah. stuff.
1: So uh, actually, uh, I'm a really old school computer geek. So I'm starting when I was like around uh, 11 years old. Uh, I'm starting to do a serious thing with a computer, and uh, uh, first uh, it was a programming. So I built some programs for myself, for my friends, and. Of course, trying to hack everything what I found in internet or in uh, network, which was available uh, like 15 years ago, so it was not a popular thing in Russia, uh, uh, internet, so it was not exist yet. And we use, uh, you know, like a different uh, cloud network to connect different computers with each other and... Uh, trying to share some kind of experiences was pretty fun time for me.
0: Wow. So that's outside of the World Wide Web, then, basically? Yeah. It's like yeah. It's, its own, r- yeah. r- Russia's own sort of internal. Uh- yeah, for sure. Okay, interesting. Okay, cool. Yeah.
1: And when it become became the internet itself, so the HTML became and uh, uh, it's starting to grow up. Pretty incredible fast, of course. I started doing websites by my hands, uh, just sitting uh, uh, near the computer in my home. And I really spent like most time in my life uh, when I was a kid. So I really spent the most time in my life uh, in, near the computer and not going to the street and stuff like that. So, and uh, but I, I, I pretty enjoyed that time, it was really fun. Cool for me, and I learn a lot of stuff. Uh, and uh, I make a decision to go to the design uh, area based on my experience from early age. So yeah,
0: yeah. So so you're self-taught then? Yeah, uh, I 100. Yeah, so, <laughs> oh that's great. So ju- just like I was the same way, and um, so we're both old school in that way. But that's the great thing about the web is that you can learn by you know you can learn so much just by being on there and and viewing source and stuff and yeah and teaching yourself that way um and and so and you so you've gone um from moscow to different different places in europe and and then you now you're in um switzerland how did you end up working with fantasy
1: when i joined the fantasy team it was uh good time in my career so i'm already work a lot as a freelance designer for uh various products uh, around the world so i i I was like a a freelancer for different teams and uh, i actually get uh, the invitation to jump on the call with a fantasy member and uh, when is when that call is happened it was Really shocked me, maybe in a bit, way because <laughs> yeah. I never expect uh, that kind of conversation, uh, because I'm, I'm, I was pure professional and, um, uh, I, I think that I already, you know, like I achieved some kind of uh, professional goal in my career and I didn't expect something more. Uh, But the call was pretty, pretty amazing. And uh, the fantasy just told me about incredible project, what they are doing. And uh, they invite me to become a part of that project as a freelance designer. And uh, yeah, after actually a couple of months of work as a freelance designer, I jumped to the design director role on that project. And I spent around uh, like six months on that role, uh, and I finished that project. And uh, after that, uh, I joined Fantasy, and uh, I started doing another projects. And uh,
0: that's it. Wow, that's cool. That's a good. That's a good way in there. Um, and, and Fantasy, uh, yeah, I've, I've known about them for a long time. Um. You know they've they've been around for a long time through through different sort of yeah. uh, trends of web design and from Flash and and beyond and now and now doing like incredible stuff uh, interactive stuff and mobile things and and all that and I mean j- if you just look at their their website um, which is really impressive and uh, really nicely done like you know you've got clients like Microsoft and Xbox and. Google and sports illustrated and you know adobe and viagra and um you know nickelodeon which i i guess won an emmy right for best yeah, 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 yeah. i didn't even know they had emmys for for apps which is amazing yeah <laughs> <laughs> um yeah look at that emmy award for outstanding creative achievement and user experience in visual design i had no idea um yeah. so so just like the, the the amount of work that that comes out of fantasy is is pretty enormous and um, really impressive. And um, you know, one of the things I wanted to talk to you about too is that I love this uh, on the website now. There's a, actually it's the first section of the site. It's called "What If," and it's like before you see any of the client work at all. It's like a few separate projects that are that are like what if fantasy designed. A shopping experience or what if fantasy designed an airline or what if fantasy designed um you know healthcare and and it's sort of it's sort of like a mini case study of of you know what what you guys would do as a team if you were to take on this this problem so it's almost like a case study for not a client but maybe a project that you would want to do right you're sort of showcasing stuff that that interests you as a team and I, I think it's a really i wonder if you could speak to that at all like obviously it's a conscious thing on fantasies and to 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 lead with that but i wonder if it has it helped you know attract the clients that you want to work with or is it more like just practice for the team to you know yeah uh
1: yeah that's a good question actually i'm Uh, The fantasy did a lot of what-if projects uh, before I joined the fantasy and uh, I really love fantasy philosophy for that kind of thinking because uh, what fantasy try and achieve is the client is not uh, just a typical, you know, like product design strategy or user experience design. It's more like to try to build some uh, product or some design which does not exist yet. So, and uh, we're trying to uh, dream uh, with the team and trying to imagine how can be done, uh, for example, any uh project or how can be done the travel experience in that world. And we really love uh, to work on what if uh, with team, because uh, then we actually are trying to show to product world uh, to people who actually uh, build the products uh, what can be done with just design, design thinking because uh, what we're we trying to show is that we think not inside the box uh, for example there are many different product companies they very close uh, inside, uh, uh, inside company and uh, they really think uh, like from the box and because of the past experience, of course, because of the, right, uh, right. a lot of people, uh, which surround them and they, uh, just can't, you know, like, uh, start to explore something really fresh or something really new, or they already think that this cannot be done by this way because our experience show that works on the this way and stuff like that. Mm. And, uh, what if is a great opportunity for, Team and for fantasy to show, uh, what if? What if you go out from the box? Actually,
0: I think I think it's brilliant. I think it's a, a brilliant way to present like how the team thinks uh, outside the box, as you said, and um, and getting like a fresh take on a product that's been around for a while, but maybe needs um, some new thinking uh, based on what's going on technology wise. Uh, I think it's yeah. I think it's really smart, and um, I assume that it's been successful in terms of attracting some clients a- around those areas. And you know, kind of, it reminds me of um, some advice I, I would hear from from different folks. I don't remember exactly, but I remember hearing it multiple times. Like, make your portfolio not just filled with stuff that you've done for 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 clients, but but also stuff that you want to do more of. Right. Yeah. because yeah. because then you'll attract the clients that also want you know that resonates with and and so yeah. I think that's probably what that's sort of a similar thing that's going on here with with you guys at fantasy
1: yeah definitely uh, this uh definitely what we're trying to do so uh the fantasy is a long time on the market and we really have a lot of different clients uh, from any industry but uh, we understand as a team as a people who uh, inside a team that we actually wanna more we wanna not more clients with uh, you know like amount of clients we wanna uh, go uh forward with the future uh with design the future and because of this we trying to create something what we wanna do with our client also and show them that this is possible uh and we can we can work together on it i uh,
0: yeah that, that that's brilliant i mean i i, I think it's Wonderful example of like don't wait for the client to come to you to to expand your yeah. knowledge of of design and technology right might as well build it your build something yourself to prove that that you can do it and and that's gonna attract the client yeah i think it's I yep. think it's great and and it's really nicely presented on the on the site as well so and and that goes to dribble too so on the on the dribble account, you know you guys have shared a lot of that same sort of thinking like basically taking some things and going like, what if, uh, here's, you know, here's how we would, we would tackle this. And, um, does that, is that fair to say uh, the way using dribble is, 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 um, partially to share, uh, those experiments as well.
1: Yeah, for sure. Uh, we actually share a lot of things from dribble and, uh, uh, it- Almost it's is just a you know a like kind of mix of what we doing in a casual day i mean uh we show some process yeah some exploration which is not goes to the client as a final delivery or final product, but uh is kind of part of uh, our experience what we want to share with people because we feel uh, that right. it's pretty cool and stuff like that so and sometimes we're just thinking like, hey guys, if we have some like free couple of hours in a day, we can just think with our team like, hey guys, let's dream about it. What is what if we control Tesla much better way than uh, uh, now and and just you know like make a sketch, fast sketch, and then design, and that's it. So
0: yeah, that well, you mentioned the Tesla, which I think is your your latest shot. Actually, is is about that, right? The Tesla yeah. Flow ios app concept so is that I and mean, maybe maybe you can't say or not but are you are you guys working with tesla or is that or is that no. just like a hey another one of those experiments like here's how we would envision um you know controlling the car from your phone
1: <laughs> yeah so we don't work with tesla yet so right, it's not right. a big secret and uh actually as uh, was uh my experiment um I saw a lot of uh, different, uh, uh, similar experiments in uh, dribble, in Pinterest and around the internet. And I think about that a lot because the, uh, cars become more, uh, uh, smart and, uh, you know, like, uh, the, uh, the future of the car is already pretty clean and understandable. And, uh, Uh, I think about the experience itself and uh, I just trying to show how it's possible, but it is not something what we doing right now for that company or other. But yeah, it's just, you know, that was another, another
0: one of those extra extracurricular activity kind of things like where you just, and, and, and is that built into the process at fantasy or is that, um, in other words uh, like is there is there time sort of carved out for experimentation specifically or is it just something that you guys do between projects or
1: uh it's something what we actually do between projects uh so yeah. sometimes we have kind of similar client not exactly this car or uh, or in this industry but uh the client is pretty similar by uh, thinking and we want to show uh, to the client not as not uh, our pro- project for them and uh, just the possibility of what we can do with uh, for example the objects inside design or how we can handle the motion inside the product in uh, other way not like uh, everybody do and uh, how it can look and feel and uh it's always great to have some some cool stuff in the pocket w- which does not exist yet
0: absolutely um you know you mentioned um motion, which is a big part of a lot of your shots and and the work that you guys do and and uh and it's it's super impressive um and I wonder so we have a couple of shots that we wanna to talk to you about in terms of just getting a little bit more of the story behind them and maybe the process be- behind like creating the shot so the first one this is a good segue here the first one is um this drop motion for ai product design um and it's a it's an animated gif uh it looks like a it almost looks like a a drop of water falling into a yeah into the movie tron or something and, then, and then, <laughs> it's <laughs> awesome I, I don't know how to describe it it's hard to describe it without seeing it we'll have the uh links in the show notes for yeah but yeah, but yeah, but, um, yeah uh this was a super super popular shot i like uh, most of your shots are this is like 600 likes and fourteen thousand views it's crazy um but yeah like tell us about this one because was this one of those things that you know maybe was from for a client thing but it wasn't used or or is it something just completely experimental and um and and i'm also uh, curious like what what you use to create this like
1: yeah for sure you know yeah uh, yeah, so this is actually the client work. So, and this is a real work and the product work. So it's not something what we make as a, a crazy team experience. Right, right.
0: So this is a this is this is a real deal. Okay.
1: Yeah, this is a real deal, and we have approval you know, like to share the exploration process is a real deal. And uh, oh, I was great, so happy great. because uh, normally we don't have data proof, so uh, we never show <laughs> the real deal. And, That's great. That's great. Yeah, and uh, this is like a pretty interesting project. And uh, actually, before I start uh, to work on that project, it was so exciting, and it was like a project of my life uh, before I start. And, wow! Wow! Yeah, so it's pretty interesting because the project is all about the artificial intelligence. Uh, they're all about the machine learning. They're all about uh, how machine learning and artificial intelligence go into the, uh, casual life and uh, to, uh, mm. families and stuff like that. And how, how the people were starting collaborate with that. So it's very, it's very huge and uh, interesting project. And that uh, animation was done. Um I think it was done for loading interaction or something like that. So the drops go, go into the center, and we're trying to like make kind of exploration how the loading can uh be a circle in one uh. way and then in the second way it's don't be a you know like very boring circle or simple cir- circle Uh because the wow. circle Uh, Actually, in that product, what we build, the circle, is uh, exactly the main uh, shape of the artificial intelligence. And Mm -hmm. all what we work as a visual design team, we are trying to explore different variation of the motion of circle and design of the circle, what the shape can contain the circle, how he can... Uh, change the shape when 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 circle become a smart, for example, or when circle react to the uh, to the people around, like uh, uh, he, he want to tell you something, or and stuff like that. So it, it's pretty interesting project, and in exactly this uh, animation, we use uh, Cinema 4D uh, plus. Uh, after Effects plus a couple of plugins, of course, uh, Sapphire, Trapcode, uh, Magic Bullets, and stuff like Particulars. So uh, yeah, there are a lot of things what we use uh, to achieve that kind of effects. And, wow! Uh, and yeah. and
0: and those are plugins for After Effects.
1: Yeah. You just mentioned, no, okay. That, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's plugins is for After Effects. Gotcha. Uh, some okay. of them, for example, particles uh, we use for Cinema 4D. So hmm. uh, yeah, and some some plugins is already for cinema and for After Effects.
0: Wow. I mean I'm d I'm looking at it now. I've been looking at it the whole time you've been talking about it, and um I can't stop looking at it actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's very mesmerizing and um the the animation's so fluid and natural it was sort of, that's what's interesting about it to me is it's it's like it's organic looking but yet
1: yeah futuristic yeah, looking
0: at the same time right this yeah kind of
1: a, that, that was actually the goal because uh when we work on that kind of project where something really new for us uh and something really f- uh, interesting come up into that world we really focused to make it very organic and natural, because uh, in other way, the people didn't like it or they don't collaborate with that product uh, as we want and stuff like that. so we, we really uh, was inspired by natural, and uh, mm-hmm. we really, really want to achieve that goal to be a very natural animation and natural feeling in uh, each part of the product.
0: Wow, and, and so you think like making it more natural feeling um, would help engagement with with it? Then
1: yeah, for sure. Yeah. I think so. Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, I I think so too. I think that's that's a really good strategy. Yeah, it's so cool. So cool. <laughs> it's just fun to watch. Fun to watch it. So I want to go on to another shot here, and this is another one that has motion in it, but um, different and maybe a little more specific in terms of interface. Um this is the um electric vehicle engine experimental uh for fantasy. Um this is back in is about well yeah, in October. So pretty recent. Yeah. Um and uh so it looks like it, to me uh, it's a dashboard um like concept for a car from from the year 3000 or something. But it's probably not, it's probably like <laughs> next year's model or something. Yeah. Um, they don't have they don't, my subaru doesn't look like this but uh but uh yeah tell us about this one cuz uh, there's a lot going on here that we could talk about but the, <laughs> the 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 motion is is pretty amazing and um even the way you're presenting it is interesting and i think that that might you know these are again these are super popular shots on dribble and um the way you're presenting it is artistic in, is, as well it's not just a flat you know version of what's on the screen, it's sort of like I'm kind of looking at it as I would in the driver's seat right yeah um and I'm sure that maybe that was intentional, maybe you can maybe you can speak to that but um, yeah. yeah tell uh, tell us about this one is this an is this an experiment one or a or a client one or uh
1: yeah, this is pure an experiment, so oh, cool. this is not a client and yeah. uh, Uh, actually in uh, some moment uh, in my life uh, like five six years ago I understand that I really I really impressed in uh, in a different car concept and I really love that industry and uh, I'm not just you know like a uh, big fan of this industry i'm i'm already have uh the experience to work in automotive industry and to build some kind of design of dashboards before but uh, i'm really passionate about the cars and what will be in the future inside the cars and um yeah i just have one evening and uh, i just sit in the computer uh, in the office this was in san francisco i i remember that today and uh I paint the dashboard, how I feel that it can be cool or unique or something, you know, like uh, what was never built before. And um, I just make it in Photoshop, you know, like a fast sketch with different details. And uh, the next day, I just show it to David, uh, who is, uh, you know, like uh, the CEO of Fantasy. And uh, he really loved it, and uh, it was like uh, a surprise for me and he said, "Hey, let's do a motion. Let's do you know like something uh, this is like amazing uh, we can we can uh, reach some client uh, in this industry, and uh, if the team love to work on uh, that kind of project, uh, we would we would love to bring that project and yeah, we just uh, make the motion." So the motion was done actually at the Pure with After Effects. Uh, I think we don't use here any cinemas 4 D. We've done it pretty fast, you know, like for one day or something. And uh, wow. yeah, it was not, uh, you know, like hard work or something. Uh, uh, and I already have that kind of idea with how to animate shape before. So I, uh, I have a lot of ideas and sometimes I just didn't use it and when time come up and I understand that okay, let's use uh, that super special idea here and uh, uh, yeah and uh, yeah, it was pretty cool and we really get some uh, interesting conversation from automotive industry after that shot and after uh, one article what we put into the medium, so uh, in the fantasy medium. And yeah, I hope uh, soon. I really hope that I can work very close with a uh, big automotive uh, comp- uh, company and uh, can bring something to the future of automotive design. So I'm really passionate about that. And yeah, I really hope.
0: <laughs> yeah, that that's super awesome. Um, that's really cool that this was another example of like creating something that you're interested in. Yep. Yeah and your your sort of take on it and 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 then seeing you know seeing the reaction from it and um i mean I would love to see this in my next car by the way so
1: yeah that, that that's really cool uh that's not something what uh you know like uh we can tell that uh it's something what we really want to build exactly that this u i for example it's more about you know like possibility to see a bit out the box uh, of casual dashboards and uh, and things like this because it's already become a bit boring. For example, if you buy a new car, uh, uh, I don't know any car, uh, you always uh, get inside the car and is normally is amazing interior in the new 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 car and it's really nice but when you turn on your car I get that always the feeling uh, I, I I just ca- can't you know like explain that but uh, it's some kind of oh guys you can do it better and uh, yeah <laughs> that feeling has always helped me to you know like okay if they cannot uh, I, I will try my hands so
0: yeah yeah that's like the curse of the designer right like seeing every how everything can be improved
1: (laughs) yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) but
0: uh, lucky for us you're you're sharing that too which is awesome um super cool so i'm curious about uh, and uh, throughout all these shots or your work is there in terms of process like is there an analog component at all to this or is it all 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 digital from the start or you know how does that how does how does a flow go for a Something like this.
1: Uh, well, actually, uh, it's different way. So it's depend of what the task and what the goal of the uh, things what I wanna do. But uh, mostly is uh, pure digital, uh, except one small step. So I'm use the notepad uh, with my pen to just write things. What I need. What I. Uh, need to keep in mind before I start working on something so I try to come up with some kind of plan to just you know like uh, to don't lose uh, my mind into the process and uh, that's helped me a lot sometimes I'm doing a sketch uh, but actually I am work uh, not a hand designer but like a painters i uh, normally work with mouse and uh, i use uh, some kind of instruments like balsamic and uh, which is pretty you know like simple prototype tool uh, before i go into photoshop of course and yeah so i i i use a lot of simple things for prototyping uh, and uh, after that i go into photoshop and after I'm done with visual design. I'm open it in After Effects and create it actually from uh, stretch in After Effects. And then I get the motion and trying to, you know, like finalize uh, the concept of product with kind of uh, execution, like uh, mockups uh, or presentation, whatever it can be.
0: Yeah, that's great. I mean, and so Photoshop is your. Yeah. Tool of choice for creating most of the the graphics initially, anyway.
1: Yeah, uh, I'm also starting to use the sketch uh, last year. Uh, oh, sketch,
0: right? Yes. Yeah, yep.
1: but I'm not a big, you know, like a fan, and uh, I'm still uh, use the Photoshop because in Sketch is not exist yet such uh, great effects what Photoshop already have and. But I, actually, I use both tools because sometimes in Sketch it's much much more faster and better to achieve uh, user experience goal or to change, for example, in ten different screens one button and uh, you know like to right. make it much more faster. Right,
0: right, right. They each have their they each have their strengths and and, and yeah. pros and cons there. Um, and do you use? I'm curious because I I use Photoshop too and and I. I just have forever, and that's why. I use it. <laughs> yeah, but, me too. I mean, I, 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 I must
1: grow up uh, with Photoshop. So
0: yeah, so it's like it, part part of it's like muscle memory, and just you know, like. Yeah. But but uh, do you do you use um, vector in Photoshop, or is it is it all rasterized?
1: Or? Yeah, a lot of vectors. So, for yeah. example, yeah, fantasy team uh, have a lot of different kind of designers. So, for example, somebody. Uh, from our team is pure uh, Illustrator, and uh, right, he uses only right. vector so it's mean that I should use it also. And uh, yeah, I'm use Illustrator as uh, you know like secondary tool of Photoshop, and right. I try to contain you know like smart objects inside the Photoshop uh, with the vector files, and because we always have you know different sizes, and we need to collaborate with all kind of uh, uh resolutions.
0: Right, right, exactly. Yeah. So, I, and I, so the it's funny the vector tools in Photoshop are are decent. They're good, and so I think some people don't realize that, and they, they, yeah. they dive right into Illustrator, but um, which is obviously you know made yeah. for vector. But but that's good to hear. There's that you're. I'm glad. I'm maybe I'm not doing things the wrong way. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you're if you're if you're using Photoshop vectors, then you've made my day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, Gleb, thanks so much for uh, for having us. Or having, <laughs> thanks so much for having us. Thanks so much for being <laughs> on the show today. Thank you for being on the show um, and taking the time to to share uh, some some of your work with us. And and um, and what's next
1: for you at at, uh, at fantasy or or elsewhere? Uh, well, I I hope I will be in San Francisco pretty soon and. Uh, Incredible big projects, and uh, uh, we always hear new people, so we grow up. So we pretty fast grow up, and uh, yeah, I think yeah. the future will be very very exciting for us. So, and uh, thank you very much for inviting me, and uh, it's so big pleasure for me to speak with you. Then,
0: yeah, thanks a lot, Fantasy Club, and uh, you mentioned fantasies hiring, and, and that's very much the truth and they're often advertising on dribble right now there's a lead product designer in san francisco experience director in new york city and uh design director in new york so definitely uh if you're in on the lookout for you know working at a at an awesome agency um definitely check those out and um so thanks again Gleb, and we'll be watching uh watching your dribble account of course (laughs) to see uh what other things you've been you've been cooking up? And uh, thanks again for being on here.
1: Thank you very much, Dan.
0: All right, take care, man.
1: Take care.